Welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. So today's topic is, should we be crafty people? As witches, should we be crafty? Do we have to be crafty? If we're not crafty, does that not make us witches? Well, I mean, this is just asking what that craft part is of craft. <laughs> are we not? Yeah, pretty much. You know, is the craft part these the the making of the bottles or the flower arrangements or uh, do you see what I'm saying? Right. What is craft? Because you go to a craft fair, you see handmade this and handmade that. Mm-hmm. And that still leans back to our traditions of, you know, blacksmiths and jewelry makers and stuff like that being part of that culture. Right. In that. So what is this craft part? Is the craft part is the craft part farming? Well, I mean, I'm I, I'm uh, thinking versus farming is 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 craft do you know, tuning up your automobile. Right. Well, I was going to say, I'm I'm not the craftiest person. <laughs> Can I do a few things here and there? Am I, am I a jack of many trades and master of none? Yes. Do I prefer to do them? No, I don't. Does that make me any less of a witch because I'm not doing a craft? Well, or, or is but it... But is my craft, can my craft be my particular practice or is craft when we talk about craft like this or is it that ability to create something new something different even if it is you know a a, a twist on an old song or you, you know what i'm talking about right is that craft not not necessarily what's being done but that how it's being done that inspiration you know, those people, those people, everybody hates that can see an old shoe and take it out back and do some stuff. And then suddenly, oh, look, it's a planter. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. <laughs> well, kind of like um, we had an insurance agent who dropped off some wall sconces for candles. And she's like, here, I can't do nothing with them. And all we did was paint them a different color, hang them on the wall. And she came over one day and she was like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> What? All we did was repaint it. So, I mean, is craft an actual thing, an actual activity, like knitting or well, I think or it can crochet be. or I mean, but do you, do you, is it the activity itself or is it the creativity? I think it's the creativity because, I, I, I mean, honestly, there's so many different things that can be done in so many different ways. Exactly. And just because I don't knit or just because I don't do spell jars or because I don't make incense or anything like that doesn't make me any less crafty because I do have my own ideas about things and how they can be done. And so I think it's the creativity, the inspiration, the inspiration that makes it craft. That makes it craft. So, I, but do you see what I'm asking? Is yeah. that creativity? I agree with you. I think that's what we're really talking about that inspiration of seeing something in a different way, in a different light than somebody else. And then trying to make it happen. Right. I mean, cause I still like the whole, um, who was it? Michael, Michael Angelo. 
that said, you know, that the statues were already there in the rock. He just removed. Right. The, he just removed the unnecessary parts out of the way so you can see it. Right. You know, this to me is that crafty thing. Hence the reason why anything can be linked to craft to a certain extent. Which makes sense. As sad and all this is for somebody to say, yes, craft could be woven into accounting, bookkeeping, the most right. boring, mundane things we have. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it can run into anything. I mean, you know, I mean, because for accounting, you can always put in some numerology in there and take, right. take on a different point of view. Right. Well, and and, and even. In my particular job, there's nothing pagan related <laughs> really to my job, but my attitude, my pagan values, all of that is getting transferred into what I do every day. And how you interact with other people and stuff like that. I mean, just like, you know, being a priestess and a nurse, there's probably certain attributes and cues and stuff you're going to pick up on faster than absolutely other yes. people. Yeah, because you're 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 sort of been trained up to look for them things, so then your craft starts to bleed into this. Exactly. So, you know, this is why I think it's that creativity, that ooh, that inspiration. Does so, that do I no? Do I think that makes nursing or what you do or what somebody does as part of my religion no is part of life right and life is our religion so it's so in a way yes yes, but not really not really it's really strange (laughs) clear as mud right you know what you know i have to admit the christians got a little leg up on us on doing this because they got that what, what was that saying that uh, Christ told everybody, you know, um, you know, work as if you're working for me. Yes. And workers, you should work as if you're working for me. Right. So again, it is that, you know, respect down. So I think, I think it's, I just think it's important to realize that craft, the craftiness of what we do doesn't necessarily have to be the spell jars. And all the other stuff and, you know, not not, making this or making that it can spill over into your occupation. It can spill over into your interactions with other people in the way you cook your food and preparation. Hence the reason we get this as much as it rubs me wrong kitchen witchery (laughs) and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's cute and all this, but it's just an extension of our lives. It's I mean, I don't know how else to say that. Right. And that's, well, I mean, and that's one thing that we, we teach at Life Temple is, I mean, we, we teach that this is not just a way of life. It is our life. Well, I mean, it's like we talk about apothecary and stuff like this. Yes, there are magical sides to these herbs, but there are also compounds in these herbs. Right. That actually affect your body. All right. I, I'm, they are, they were the original you know, pharmacists. Yes. This is where in the world people get confused a lot, I think, when we talk about witchcraft and what is craft and what's not. 
you know, and how in the world craft just sort of becomes your life. Right. Because that's how we worship is through living. All right. Not through playing video games, not through armchair going out and doing to gain those experiences. Right. Because that's, that's where we gain our wisdom from. Right. So, yeah, um, I completely agree with that. It's, it, this it, is, it is, it's, inter, it's so interwoven into what we do and who we are at this point. And to, and, and to try to get people to understand that the craft part of witchcraft is more of a mindset than it is just actually doing something. Again, it doesn't matter if you're knitting, cross-stitching, making a rug, or jumping out of an airplane. Right. I can see where in the world craft can be weaved into all of it. Sure. Because, again, it's, it's not the end of our lives. It's the beginning. Here's a topic you wanted to revisit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Pagan family values. Yes, I did. All right, so we, I, we threw this topic back into the hat, and it's finally come back up. Well, there seem to be a few problems, though. All right, because we were sitting there, and I was talking along the lines of um, one of the problems that kept okay. coming up is somebody actually says something to me to the effect of, I could not tell my kids what in the world to do like that for a living. And I'm like, that ain't quite what we were saying. Because we were talking that basically if me and you mm-hmm. had enough money, we would buy so many acres of land, right? Build a house, have kids. And as we had kids, boys, we would plan on staying on the land. Any girls would be married to go off to live with someone else. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say one of our kids started to show, and because we would be homeschooling, <laughs> in this scenario, because I, again, I still think it's best for what in the world we got going on here, is that at some point or another, if you happen to notice your kid happened to be really good with medical stuff and animals, when they're like five or six, or when well, not five or six, or 10 or 11 or something, you would basically go out to your vet and go, hey, look, let them, let them come here and clean up or whatever for an hour and then you give them some specific classes on how to take care of animals for a little while mm, okay to encourage them so they can get more knowledge on if they even want to do this right maybe pique their interest a little bit more exactly and if it does you keep on doing this and encourage them to where in the world eventually they go to college become a vet and then come back home and open up their own veterinarian there Right, on now, the premises. On the premises. Now, again, the idea here is is that this person doing the vet stuff might start a business. But they don't have to worry about a power bill, an electric, you know, an utilities, um, a house payment, or anything like that, right? They don't right. even have to worry about food. But the price for that is is that if any of the animals on the family farm needs medical assistance, you're going to be the first one there. Right. <laughs> and you're probably going to do it for free because, again, you're going to be looking at this. Hey, one day this is going to be my meal. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea there. Not that they can't go out and become a vet to other people in the community. It's just the idea is in your family. That's your vet now. Right. 
that makes sense. So again, if you start to break it down, like if you have anybody that's a doctor or nurses and stuff like this, the same thing will be going on there. You would encourage people to become, you would encourage members of your families to become teachers and stuff like that. So you have them on premises. Well, no, what was, what was the comment about telling kids? Well, I can expect my kids just to buy the house next to me and live there. Yeah, you can. That's how this works. If you've got a big enough property and you're running a farm. Well, and your family's connected and has that growth. Why would your kids want to leave home? Again, we're having this same problem now. It's just they're not living in other houses. They're all living in the same house. Right. Some Some kids never leave home. Right. I don't have a problem with that. It's just that these kids should be running farms and doing things for the family. You with me? Yeah. Now that's an unpopular opinion. That's an unpopular but, <laughs> opinion. But it, I, I think it could really work if you bring up your kids in a, in a proper way. Not saying that they're obligated to do this, but if you bring your kids up to the point where you do have that family connection, It'll be easier for the kids to say, you know what, I'd really love to stay here and just help out around the place. You know, I'm going into this business. You know, I'll help out here. I will do this for you. Right. I don't understand people's problems with this concept of living this type of life. It baffles my mind. Well, I think part of it is that whole commune mentality. Because people hear stuff like this and they think, well, it's a commune. Right. Well, in in a way it is, but it's not like a cult. No. No, we're not talking about people. You're not abusing your family members. No. Everybody's cooperating. It's a co-op. It's a co-op. You are actually working together. The only difference is, is that your leaders are typically the elders of the family. Right, they'll be, be your parents, your grandparents. And parents and stuff like that. They're going to be sitting there going, okay, no, Uncle Bob only farms. He never leaves the land, so we're going to put him here. Right. All right? You know, that might mean that that guy that is your vet or your doctor or has a business outside goes, well, we're going to, we're going to say he works for us, and we're going to give him insurance. He's going to get right. insurance from us. Or we're going to pay for his insurance, so he so he's got something, right? But then on the other hand, part of that about having the doctors and stuff there is you won't need insurance because if you have a nurse or somebody in the family, they're going to be the ones going over there. Okay, what's the problem? What's going on? Right. What can I do for you? It's the idea that families should be self reliant. Okay, that. You grow your own food. You're not sitting there wondering if, you know, Walmart getting a truck, you know, or if you have the money for it, it's there. Everybody has a fallback point. Your your vet's business goes under because the economy goes to hell. All they'll do, all that vet will do is just like, okay, I'm going to close down the business and stuff and just work here. Right. And start helping out on the farm instead and still keep up with the animals. I just won't do it for anybody else unless it's under the table or something. Or if we're doing some bartering with another local farm family. 
this is why I like about it because again, it gives the family a fallback point. It gives somewhere for them to rally where they're not worried about paying bills or if they're going to be able to feed their family. Right. And I would, that's what I was going to say is, I mean, with the way, with the way prices are just continually going up, it seems like anyway, and how expensive things are this, I think it's a pretty good fallback plan. I, I I think it is too. It makes, it makes more sense than the giving money to certain pagan podcasts so they True. can buy more alcohol to do dumb <laughs> podcast with. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we need three dollars. You know, you need to donate. And, uh, you know what? I can go out and buy my own one. We can I, do this. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> Well, screw that. We're country. We know how to make our own wine. Well, true, yeah. Again, no, it might not be as nice as what in the world you'd get from the grocery store, but... <laughs> It'll get you there. It'll get you there. I mean, it's like, <laughs> hey, we, we, again, we're we're country people. I'm, I'm not being mean or anything like that. We know how to make moonshine. We understand mm-hmm. how in the world this process works. I also understand how dangerous it is and how in the world the shit blows up on people. <laughs> right. You know, we know how to make beer. We know how to make meat. Again, why do we need your money to buy? You know, why aren't you just making it yourself? Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, I'd be honest with you. I had the wine that we use for ritual. The majority of times in temple is made by the wife of one of our members. Yeah. So again, we're, we, we make our own wine. So this whole entire money thing, all right, this is what I'm trying to get y'all away from. I'm trying to get you to understand money is nothing more than a way to get resources. Right. Money's not that valuable until you get something with it. It's kind of like the whole thing with tradables is only worth that much. If somebody's willing to pay it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, these antique people and stuff, they'll sit there and tell you the same thing. Hey, no, this might be worth, you know, 30 million, whatever, but it's only worth that much if somebody's willing to pay it. Right. If you can find a buyer, then that's what it's worth. That's what it's worth. All right. People don't seem to understand that. That's what money's for. That's what it represents. It doesn't represent, you know, wealth or anything like that it represents the food in your in your house your Mm -hmm. house the the, your car stuff that's where your money is again it's a co-op and we're not talking about like you're saying a um a compound or or something we're not talking about people that are separate from reality or the real world all right no 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 no, we're still (laughs) interacting with everybody else and going out and doing it's doing just, and we're taking care of our we're, we're taking care of our own yes that might mean yes that we might have relatives that might move to go get a job at a car factory in another state mm-hmm. to either send back money or to build up enough money to where they can come back and add so we can buy more land right or just happen for insurance or tax do you, you see what i'm saying mm-hmm these people are not going to these jobs and stuff as a long, this is not a long-term solution, you know? Right. 
it's, it's, sort it's of a like means the, to an end. It's sort of like some of the migrants we have from other countries here who keep on sending money back to their country for their families. Right. They're same, doing the, the same thing. We're doing the same thing. You know, and eventually they might even go back to that country themselves because they can get more in their country with that money than because right, the cost of living. Hear. Right. Because the cost of living is better there than it is here. <laughs> right. So I think that's about it. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning